match, man. You know the fuck that nigga. Play on me, man. <laughs> Gas man, this motherfucker working man. Get the streets hear me. All right, I'm ready man. All right, fuck it, let's get it. Yes, sir. What's popping with y'all? Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of the Until Further Notice podcast. I am the flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest motherfucker. Me host them all. Oh gee, Hatch man, you know what the fuck it is man. What's up with y'all man? How the people feeling out there man? How the fuck do people feel? I hope you're out there looking good, feeling good, staying safe. It's a whole lot of shit going on in them streets. You know that shit by now. I want to say shout out to everybody around the world that's tapped in joining the motherfucking me conversation, man. We 45 episodes in, man. This is episode 40 motherfucking five, man. God damn. Jesus motherfucking me Christ, man. I would If you had told me at the beginning of this shit, I would have actually did this shit for 45 episodes. Man. <laughs> Like, man, I don't know. If you'd have told me this is like the position I would have been in 45 episodes in, the shit is phenomenal, man. It, it truly is, man. It's been a humbling experience. I can't even lie to you. Uh, hold on. Let me look at this shit. Let me look at the analytics, man. Let me give a shout out to all of everybody that's tapped in, man. I always say shout out to everybody around the world that's tapped in and joined the motherfucking conversation. But I don't think a lot of y'all truly appreciate the love that y'all give me and how that makes me feel, man. So I want to say shout out to the U.S., of course. Shout out to Barbados. Shout out to Russia. Shout out to Germany. Shout out to Ireland. Shout out to Netherlands, shout out to India, shout out to Canada, shout out to South Africa, shout out to Singapore, shout out to Nicaragua, shout out to United Arab Emirates, shout out to Pakistan, shout out to Indonesia, and shout out to motherfucking me Australia, man. Shout out to everybody around the world that's tapped in, joined the motherfucking me conversation. Like I said, this shit is humbling, man. Let's build this motherfucking empire break by motherfucking me break, dog. I truly appreciate everybody that's tapped in, checking in on the show, just to listen to what the fuck I got to say on a weekly basis, man. That shit is a humbling motherfucking me experience, and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, man. Real shit. Um, but it's a live show on Doc, man. I ain't going to hold y'all too long, man. Um, you know, the other day, man, I had this uh, this sit-back moment. You know what I'm saying? I had a I had a sit-back moment. I was thinking to myself, man, I realized that I got an anger issue. <laughs> now, if you know me personally, you like, duh, nigga. <laughs> but... It's like one of those things that as a man, as a, as a young man, as somebody become, striving to be a role model, a, a tough, you know what I'm saying, faithful for, for my little brother, I always try to push my anger to the side. Like, you know, it is what it is. I never delve too, delve too deep into it. Uh, but I am at a point in time in my life so I want to seek help for that shit. Because I think that's one thing that we all got to understand. That everybody go through some shit, like I say, every week. And everybody has that one thing that can just tip them over the scale. Now, I'm one of those motherfuckers that I explode over a little bit shit. Like, literally shit in the motherfucking world, bro. I ain't gonna fake it. It can be the smallest shit. It can be something I can just I can just automatically think the extreme. And I can get extremely motherfucking me pissing. If it's one thing that I really hate, I ain't gonna fake it. If it's one thing that I really hate in this world, it's feeling stupid or, or, or being mad at myself. Like, I, sometimes I just can't sit with that shit. I can't sit with being mad, with, uh, mad at myself. And a lot of times when I, you know, so when I blow up over some small shit, immediately I start to be mad at myself and I start to feel stupid as fuck. So I am at the point in time to where I'm like, yo, I'm getting older, fam. Like, <laughs> I'm getting closer to motherfucking me 30 than, you know what I'm saying? Anything. I'm closer to 30 than I was 18. You know what I'm saying? So I'm at a point in time in my life. So I want to seek some help for that shit. 
I don't think I'm gonna be the type of nigga that's going to a motherfucking meeting to where it's a it's a group of niggas in a room telling their motherfucking life story and shit like that. <laughs> I ain't at that point, cuz I ain't gonna fake it. But I do think it is something that I wanna dive into, man. I wanna I think I am gonna try to, you know, cause I got a lot of time on my hands, bro. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I got a lot of more time on my hands from graduating school and all that shit. Do with this COVID shit. Motherfuckers been working from home and shit like that. So when you work from home, you got a lot of motherfucking time on your hands. Um, so I damn think I'm going to dive into MMA, bro. I ain't going to fake it. <laughs> I ain't going to get into no matches or nothing like that. Nah, I, ain't, I ain't that motherfucking me stupid. I ain't finna match up and spar John Jones. I know stupid little shit like that. But I do just want to get into the MMA world, man. Take the, uh, you know, so the practices, the courses and shit like that, the training. And just shit like that, man. We, I'm young enough. I want to just start crossing shit off my bucket list, bro. I've been traveling the world. You know, so I got another, I got another trip set up next year. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to go to Vegas in a few in a few weeks. So it's like you traveling and shit like that. I'm just trying to knock shit off my bucket list, bro. So I want to dive into MMA while I'm a little bit younger. Um my back, my body's still fucked up, but I'm young enough to do it. If I don't do this shit now, I ain't gonna never do it, bro. I ain't gonna fake it. <laughs> I ain't gonna never monthly never uh, get this shit off my chest and get all this motherfucking me. Um unreal talent that I got. I still got so much talent left for me, bro. I don't wanna let the accident that I had a few years ago really just drain me for all the shit that I really want to do in life. Because um, ever since I had that accident, bro, I ain't played basketball. I ain't did shit. And if you know me, if you know I ain't played basketball, bro, I ain't played basketball in like three years, bro. So it was like, I need to get back out there and let motherfuckers know how to steal that nigga. So, <laughs> uh, what we going on, Doc, man? Let's go ahead and get right into it, man. I ain't going to fake it, bro. It ain't really been that much shit that really popped off this week. I ain't going to fake it. Uh, we might as well start with the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul shit, right? That shit happened this weekend, yeah. I didn't smoke so much. <laughs> um, the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul, man. Um, the whole card. Let's talk about the whole card. We're really going to talk about Ocho Cinco. He started the motherfucker off. Um, Ocho Cinco fought a bare-knuckle fighter, bro. Look, um, if you didn't see the fucking fight, Ocho Cinco got knocked on his ass. He did do pretty good. I'm not even going to fake it. He did way better than I thought he was going to do against a bare-knuckle dude. Now, I don't know if that's because Ocho Cinco was better than what, what I thought he was going to be. Or the bare knuckle Nick was just whacker than what the fuck I thought he was gonna be. I thought for a nigga to be a bare knuckle fighter, he was gonna be a nigga going out there trying to slay some shit. Now he did say Ocho Cinco was like his hero. Uh, he was from the Miami area, so he grew up cheering for Ocho Cinco and shit like that. So I guess he didn't want to like literally beat the fuck out of Ocho Cinco. He did, did he did do what he was supposed to do eventually. He did put Ocho Cinco on his ass and ultimately won the fight, even though it wasn't really any judges or anything like that. Um, but Ocho Cinco did better than what the fuck I thought he was going to do. I really went into that thinking Ocho Cinco was going to get fucked up. But I really thought Ocho was going to get fucked up. When you see Nate Robinson get fucked up like that, when you see Ben Askren get fucked up like that, athletes was just taking – look, athletes just trying their hand to some shit was taking a, a turn for the worse. Like, <laughs> shit was getting kind of kind of scary. It was getting spooky hours out here for niggas. So Ocho Cinco went there. He has a few jabs, you know, some few check hooks, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. He rocked old boy a few times. So it, it was impressive. I was happy for Ocho Cinco. You know what I'm saying? He ended up, he ended up getting dropped. That's for the show. You know what I'm saying? If, if Ocho Cinco didn't get dropped, this whole fucking event probably would have been shitty. But since Ocho Cinco got dropped, it was a good spectacle and shit like that. Ocho got right back up and continued to fight. He was still fucked up. His legs is wobbly now. <laughs> Ocho was wobbly as a motherfucker. He got up a little too fast, but it was much respect for Ocho for even getting into that ring, bro. Because I ain't going to fake it. I, I'm not even going to fake it. If a nigga come to me right now, nigga come to me right now, yo, Hatch, I got a contract for motherfucking me 
10K. A contract for 10, 10 and 10. You get 10 to show up and 10 if you win to fight this nigga that's a bare knuckle fight. No, nigga, what the fuck? Yo, you can suck my dick, bone dry. I'm not fighting no nigga that do bare knuckle, fam. That's the type of nigga I am. Like, I think I'm crazy. But I ain't doing bare knuckle fighting. I'm not, I'm crazy. I, I, I'm not type of crazy to where a nigga can punch me with his knuckles for sport. Are you, what? Get the shrap. <laughs> Get the motherfucking shrap. Find one. You know what I'm saying? Make one. Fuck that. He got to die. What are you talking about? But Ocho Cinco did a lot better than I thought he was going to do, bro. I can't even fake it, bro. So I'm really proud of Ocho for repping like he did for the athletes. He did much better than Nate Robinson. I really just wish Nate Robinson shit didn't even happen at this point. Because <laughs> Ocho, really, he, he really did his thing. Uh, you had a few uh, real fights on the card. I don't really know them niggas like that. I ain't going to act like I do. Like I told you, I don't know boxing like that. Boxing just ain't my thing. To me, boxing is a dead man sport. That shit is just dying. It, it's just dying. It, it truly is just dying. <laughs> like, bo- boxing is just, it, it truly is sad. Motherfuckers is hoping Deontay Wilder got better some way, somehow. But we all know that didn't happen. But ultimately, we got to talk about the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul, man. Did they live up to what people's expectations? Mine. Uh, eh. <laughs> Look, man. I knew what I was going to get with that. I didn't buy this shit. Well, I shouldn't say this shit on the air. <laughs> I watched it. I, I watched it. You know, I didn't spend my money on the shit. But I knew what I was going to get. See, the thing about this that really pisses me off about Floyd Mayweather haters is that niggas act like Floyd isn't a technical fighter, a defensive fighter. Niggas act like Floyd ain't got broken fucking hands. Niggas act like Floyd ain't old and retired. So niggas went into this fight looking for fucking prime Floyd money. Mayweather. This nigga's a grandpa now. This nigga's 44 years old, fam. He was telling niggas leading up to the fight, this is not a real fight. This was a this was a fucking glorified sparring match. This all this was a glorified sparring match, bro. Floyd told niggas that shit leading up to the fight. Niggas is mad that Floyd didn't go in there and kill that nigga. Like I'm to be completely honest with you, you can call me a fanboy if you want. When I was watching that shit, I was more so surprised at how Floyd was fighting. That wasn't the same Floyd Mayweather I seen from all them years. I seen Floyd walking down a nigga that was 45, 40 to 50 pounds heavier than him on fight night. Walking that nigga down, trying, trying to swing on some shit. The same shit niggas been wanting Floyd to do all his career. I don't think niggas see... I wrestle, bro. And I know wrestling and boxing and all that shit is totally different. But I, the reason why I bring it up is because I can tell the difference between weight. Weight matters, fam. Now, when it comes to like five, to, you know, five under five pounds, maybe not so much. When it comes when you're talking to a wrestler, but when you're talking about niggas is 35, 50 pounds heavier than niggas, fam, that's a big fucking difference. And for Floyd Mayweather to be in that ring with that big ass look, that big ass white boy, that corn fed ass white boy, that shit was crazy. <laughs> that's what I was telling y'all niggas, like, bro, I didn't expect that nigga to hit Floyd. But I'm saying, yo, anything is possible. If this big ass nigga who can be in there 50 pounds heavier than him, damn near five inches tall than him, hit him with some shit, it can do some damage. And the simple fact that Floyd was in that bitch walking him down the whole time, 
I was giving Floyd props for that shit. Floyd was rocking that nigga. Then next to you know, the nigga Logan Paul would start holding him just trying to survive. And then at the end of the fight, you got niggas mad at Floyd for not knocking that nigga out. Like, fam, it's an exhibition. You really thought Floyd was going to go in there and kill this little nigga? I would have liked it for the show. Because niggas saying that's what he should have did because he was a boxer. But fam, Floyd ain't in it for that, bro. Floyd ain't never been in it for that. The nigga ain't knocked nobody out in years, fam. In years. On some clean shit. And I love Floyd. But we all know that Ortiz shit was some crazy shit. But Floyd ain't knocking niggas out like that. He was in a rock. He To me, he was tagging Logan ass. To me, Floyd did exactly what, what, what he should have did. Tag his ass, let his walk his ass down throughout the whole fight, make his ass gas out like he wanted to quit, and just keep his ass in there. For the $100 million? Niggas was wondering why Floyd took the fight. Bitches raining money? What are you talking about? He just did a glorified sparring match for $100 million and niggas is mad? To think this nigga 44 years old and got niggas, the whole world watching that nigga on a Sunday. <laughs> Tomorrow, man, that nigga, one thing about Floyd, niggas always say Floyd was stupid, bro. One thing I'm going to say about Floyd, bro, that nigga understands, he understands the the, the, the consumer. You know what I'm saying? He, he truly understands consumer. As a content creator, that's one thing I've always, I've, I've always had trouble understanding is the consumer. It's easy to know what the consumer wants, but you have to have a way to market that shit. You got the way to have the uh, the people actually want that shit. And that's one thing about Floyd, man. This nigga Floyd knows the fucking consumer. I always said, man, when niggas want to, it, it ain't hard to understand why Floyd is the biggest, why he makes so much money in his fights. He was a bra- he was a brash talking nigga. He was a brash talking nigga who popped his shit, and he was beating on the Mexicans. No offense to the Mexicans, but we all know that Mexicans love boxing. And when you can fight the Mexicans champ, they got a whole country behind that shit. So for time and time again, Floyd just kept uh, uh, anting up on that shit. Uh, uh, 30 mil, 60 mil, 70 mil. Nigga just going crazy. I'm talking going fucking crazy. Like the nigga knows the consumer. He know the Mexicans love that shit. He knowing anytime you got a motherfucking me. Uh, a brash talking nigga undefeated going against a Mexican champion? That's some hundred million dollars right there every motherfucking time. So it's like niggas always talking about Floyd can't read. Floyd stupid as this. Floyd don't know shit. Niggas always talking shit about Floyd. Fuck his legacy. Man, fuck that legacy shit like Floyd said. I don't give a fuck about that shit. That nigga's in it for the brands. Now you ask me what type of legacy Floyd got. I tell you plain and simple. Nigga, nigga, the smartest me, nigga, the smartest me, me athlete ever. And he undefeated. <laughs> like to me, it all depends on what type of nigga you is. You tomorrow, you want to talk about boxing? What you want to talk about? Greatest defensive fighter of all time, undefeated. Undefeated. You want to talk about business? What the fuck you want to talk about? Nigga, talking about this. Nigga, talking about this fight hurt his legacy. How? You gotta be one. You gotta be a special kind of stupid motherfucker to go into this fight thinking you was finna get a real fucking fight. You gotta be a special kind of stupid motherfucker. The Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight wasn't even a real fucking fight, man. Floyd was in that motherfucker playing with that nigga until Conor got tired and he knocked his ass out. To be completely honest with you, Logan Paul was in better condition than fucking Conor McGregor was. That's a fact. 
So it's like that's what niggas got to understand. How the fuck are you said a nigga legacy is hurt? I was talking to the, I was talking to one of my homeboys on social media. That nigga was talking about some fucking. He never liked Floyd. Floyd didn't let his hands go. Nigga, if you didn't like Floyd in his prime, what the fuck are you doing watching Floyd at forty four years old? <laughs> Think about it. What are you doing? What are you doing? If you didn't like a nigga when he was twenty one, what the fuck are you doing watching him at forty four? You're not gonna like him then either, my nigga. He's a diminished. He's a diminished. He's a diminished version of himself. And this is not even a real fucking fight. But it was just crazy. I enjoyed it, bro. I enjoyed the whole event. You know what I'm saying? The whole event was. It was I ain't had shit to do else on Sunday night. You know, I just keep it real. I ain't had shit else to do. I was happy. I watched it. But I don't think Floyd should be hopping back in there. At this point, you're 44 years old. You're a grandpa now. You done made a hundred more million dollars on niggas. Go ahead and do your thing. They is talking about him doing a Conor McGregor and, and, and Floyd too. I don't want to see that because I do think Floyd is one of them niggas that each, and every time he get back in the ring, he's running that risk of getting fucked up. I've always thought that. I've always thought about niggas undefeated. Like the more you keep going, I love that. To me, I love to be undefeated. And I know Floyd do too. And I know he's not, I know he's not sanctioned fights or nothing like that. But I ain't trying to see Floyd get fucked up. Because all it does take is one punch. And I told you how motherfucking we tragic it would have been if Logan would have caught this nigga with one punch. You see how fucking hype and happy these niggas is just for fucking surviving. For not getting knocked the fuck out. You got to be a special type of bitch ass nigga to be happy not to get knocked the fuck out in the fight. <laughs> like, think about that shit. You got to be a special type of scared bitch ass nigga to be happy in a fight you didn't get knocked out. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, moving on, man. Uh, you know, I want to bring this up. I talked about this on past episodes, but I talked about Lil Lloyd on last week's episode. Um, I want to say rest in peace to Lil Lloyd once again, man. I talked about Lil Lloyd on last week's episode. Um, I did come across some new information that I didn't see prior to coming on air. Uh, they said Lil Lloyd apparently committed suicide, allegedly committed suicide, let me say, um, due to a breakup he had with his ex-girlfriend. Look, man, if that's true, that's kind of fucked up, my nigga. You could have – I just wish somebody – he just had somebody to talk to. I mean, it, that's what I always say, man. God, that suicide, bro. I have a – I have a – I have a – I have a huge – I have a huge uh, – <laughs> I have a huge soliloquy about suicide, bro. I ain't going to fake it. But that's for another motherfucking me type of for another motherfucking me day. I just want to say rest in peace a little loaded, man. I know I came with her last week's episode, and I didn't know – I talked about this. I talked about him using him in examples and shit like that. And I said I didn't know exactly how he passed away. Uh, but now I do have the information. I just want to say rest in peace, man. Send my prayers and condolences to everybody in his family, uh, whoever he impacted with his music, all that shit, man. Just to be in, in their life, I just want to send my prayers and condolences to y'all away because suicide is a, is a tough one. I ain't going to fake it. Suicide is a tough one for the people that's left here that got to deal with that. Uh, so I want to say I, I feel for them and I send them prayers and condolences as well. Um, but moving on, man. I'm um, getting into some more shit on the docket, man. Uh, moving on, man. Hey, you know, I, I gotta ask, I got a question for the people, for the friends of the show, man. Um, am I wrong that I judge people? Now, honestly, I know motherfuckers say only God can judge me. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that. I, I truly just don't believe that because I judge motherfuckers. If you do stupid shit. I'm going to deem you a stupid motherfucker. If you do gay shit, 
I'm going to deem you a gay motherfucker. If you do straight shit, I'm going to deem you a straight motherfucker. I mean, I'm just sorry. If you a violent, if you do violent shit, I'm going to think you're a violent motherfucker. I'm, I'm sorry. I think people tell you exactly who the fuck they are. Now, the reason why I say my role and I judge people is because I came across, you know what I'm saying, this 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 article about Malik Beasley. And I always come on this podcast and I tell you about how life comes at you fast and you know shit happens. One day you can be up, next day you can be down, one day your life can be on ten, you know what I'm saying? Next day your ass can be on five, just barely making it. Shit happens. A lot of shit is not in our control. Um, but Malik Beasley, who's an NBA player, still getting them checks, you know what I'm saying? Checks don't stop, hustle don't stop. But Malik Beasley, it began his 120-day jail sentence in a gun case. Now, the reason why I bring up am I wrong for judging people is because Malik Beasley has been doing a lot of stupid nigga shit. I'm, I'm sorry. He just has. <laughs> this isn't the first time I talk about Malik Beasley on his podcast. We talk about Malik Beasley fucking cheating on his wife in broad fucking day in the public eye with Larsa Pippen, a fucking NBA legend's wife, Larsa fucking Pippen. Like one one thing, see, I don't think niggas thought about the the the, the real the real meat and potatoes of the situation. See, when you talking to a little ass nigga, then you just talking about some yeah, he fucking Larsa Pippen. He's that's what yada yada yada. He he fuck he fucking the bad bitch. To me, like I told y'all, Larsa Pippen wasn't even that fucking bad. She like every motherfucker me messing this out here that work at Chipotle. I swear to God, she do every single one, especially in Scottsdale. Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. But you have to understand that, fam. You're in the NBA, and you're fucking an NBA legend's wife. This is a fucking. This is a good old boys club. It's only so many niggas in the world that's, that walk the face of this fucking world to say they was in the NBA, that they was in that brotherhood. And you fucked over one of the most... You can't even talk about basketball without talking about Scottie Pippen. You fucked him over. That's like that's like any nigga at his, at his job fucking over the, the, the boss, boss wife. That's, like, that's just like that. Like, nigga, you're fucked on the on an employment level. What happened to Michael Beasley? I mean, Malik Beasley. What happened to Malik Beasley? He was on Denver. They got his ass up out of Denver. I don't know where the fuck Malik Beasley ass right now. He's somewhere that wasn't a, that wasn't a good team. I know his ass in jail right now. So not only did you cheat on your wife in the public eye with Larsa fucking Pippen, you came back and you made an apology out in the public looking game goofy as fuck, looking stupid as fuck. Talking about you sorry, you got caught up in the moment. Nigga, what moment? You wasn't a star. <laughs> nigga, wasn't nobody rushing to ask you questions. Paparazzi wasn't outside your doors, nigga, until they seen you with Larsa Pippen. Then, what the fuck you doing getting a gun case and you in the NBA? It's like, I don't understand niggas, man. Hey, look, I don't understand niggas. If this, I just like the Jewel Santana shit. The nigga went to the airport with a gun in, in his suitcase. You ain't know you ain't had a gun in your suitcase? Who the fuck packed your bags, man? 
<laughs> like this, this better be some shit like that with Malik Beasley. Who packs your bags, bro? How are you catching a gun case you in the NBA? What the fuck are you doing carrying a gun you in the NBA? I'm not saying you can't own guns. I'm pretty sure every motherfucking me player in the NBA owns a gun. You don't have a permit, my nigga? Your shit not registered. Your shit not licensed. Why do you have an unregistered fucking gun? I don't even know the story. I don't even want to click on the details of no motherfucking me Malik Beasley gun case. The simple fact that you're in the NBA and you got a gun case, a gun case, to where your ass doing jail time, 120 days, Come on, man. Come on, man. And that's why I that's and that's why I asked, am I wrong to say Malik Beasley's a stupid motherfucker? Cause we gotta we gotta stop saying niggas is geniuses. We call all the musicians geniuses because they can make a beat. Nigga, niggas who up and down Metro Boomin and Kanye West is fucking geniuses. And no disrespect to Metro Boomin, he from the Lou. No, no disrespect to Kanye West, but I don't think the niggas is geniuses. Niggas can make music. I mean, shit, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, what the fuck? Einstein was a genius. The nigga that made the peanuts was a genius. George Washington Carver was a genius. Well, I mean, damn, what the fuck? Niggas can make you tap your feet. These niggas are geniuses. So now we finna call this nigga Malik Beasley a motherfucking be genius because he got a pure jump shot? Fuck no. He's fucking stupid. He's fucking retarded. How do you have a gun case? How do you have a gun case and you're in the NBA? Make that make sense. You can't. You just can't. I I, I guess. <laughs> it's just I always say, man, niggas gotta understand the position that they in, bro. None of this shit is promise, bro. None of this shit is promise. I don't give a fuck what position you in. I don't give a fuck how up you is. You can be up a few bands, nigga. The moment you start to flood, this is the, this is where you supposed to be, or you or you this shit or this shit you deserve this shit. That shit gonna get stripped away from you. It happens to me every time, or it happens every time. Every time I start to feel like, yeah, nigga, fuck these niggas talking about. Nigga, this me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every time I start to uh, pop my chest out, you know what I'm saying? You take a loss. You gotta you gotta recover. You know what I'm saying? Once you recover, you put your chest back out because you feeling all high and mighty. You take another loss. Take two for one this time. Boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? But it's all about the climb back up. But the moments you start to feel like this shit was meant to be, this shit was for you, nigga. You 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 deserve this shit, nigga. They better give you this shit or not. You you fuck up. You fuck up. You start moving a little too fast. And in Malik Business place, nigga, you move way too fast. You lost your wife, and now you lost your freedom for one hundred and twenty. Come on, my nigga. <laughs> Like at a certain point in time, come on, my nigga. Where's your entourage then? Where's the niggas in your paparazzi, in the paparazzi uh, pictures with you then? Where are niggas those up in, in, in VIP sessions fucking with the Dominicanas while you was in, 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 in New York with you then? Where are them niggas at? Where are niggas that tell you, bro, you moving a little too fast, bro? You supposed to be at practice. You supposed to be at the gym getting up a thousand jumpers. Kobe got up a thousand jumpers a day. You supposed to be getting up at least 1,200. I'm just saying, you know, where them niggas at in your corner? Where are niggas that telling you, like, nah, hey, bro, you know, shit, you know what made Bron Bronze? You got that motherfucking stable household. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, where them niggas at in your corner, fam? 
Because whoever the, them niggas you was hanging with, Malik, if Malik Beasley heard this shit, them niggas you was hanging with before you went to jail, don't hang with them niggas when you get out of jail, fam. Don't do it. Don't do it. Keep them niggas at a distance, fam. Because if nobody was there to tell you that you was moving a little too fast before you caught a gun case, them niggas ain't looking out for you, bro. I'm just keeping the bang. I'm just keeping the bang with you, Brody. I'm just keeping the motherfucking me bang. Ah, uh, moving on, man. Let's go ahead and get into the playoffs, man. Um, NBA just released that Nikola Jokic is the MVP of the season. Uh, I talked about it on past episodes. To me, it really came down to Jokic versus CP3. Um, ironically, that's who they're going against each other in the second round of the playoffs. You got the Suns versus the Nuggets. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, man. When I talked about Jokic on the uh, podcast, bro. I was hating. <laughs> I was hating on Jokic, man. I ain't going to fake it, bro. I think it's just because I had so much confidence in AD dominating that nigga in a, in a head-to-head matchup, and I just couldn't really see that nigga being MVP. But when you really get the totality of the season, you know what I'm saying, 72 games, the stat line, you know what I'm saying, Jamal Murray going down, the team really not missing the beat. They went on a win streak, if I'm not mistaken, once they got Aaron Gordon. So when you really think about what he's done for that team all season long and how he put himself in shape to do so, I can't really hate no more, man. Get that nigga the MVP, bro. It's well-deserved. Uh, I just don't think that's a championship team. Now, if they had Jamal Murray, considering the way that the NBA is looking right now, I ain't gonna lie, I I probably picked them niggas because you had Jamal Murray, Jokic, Aaron Gordon, hopefully Will Barton come back a little bit healthy, Michael Porter Jr. Still got Millsap, a a fucking veteran off the bench that kind of soothed niggas down once shit kind of get tough. The niggas can have a team, but with Jamal Murray kind of hurt, it's kind of like a what if type of season type shit at the end of the day, however you look at it, because when they fade out, you're gonna be like, what the fuck if Jamal Murray is down, nigga that can go out there and get you 50 at any point in time. So, it is kind of one of those things. But I do want to say shout out to Jokic, man, for winning the MVP. That's a huge fucking success. I think there was a report that he's the lowest drafted MVP in NBA history. That's fucking amazing, bro. That's that's one of those feats, you know what I'm saying? Tom Brady was the last nigga drafted, and he the GOAT. So, for you to be the lowest drafted MVP, that says a lot about the scouts. That says a lot about the hard work and dedication that Jokic put into his game. And that just says a lot about the way the, NBA, uh, the, the league has transitioned over the years, bro. Because I just don't see Jokic <clears throat> doing the shit that he's doing in the early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? Late 90s. Or even motherfucking me between the 2000s to 2010 era. I just don't see it. But it's all about the transition and the way the league has carried itself with how they transition the, they to strictly just skill. It ain't about the brute force. It ain't about niggas that's, that's – Athletically gifted them more. It's about skill. Niggas don't even give a fuck. You got to think about the niggas that's taking over the league right now. Niggas that don't even got hops like that no fucking more. You got Jokic and fucking Luka Doncic. Them niggas ain't poking on shit. Them niggas, is, them niggas can barely jump over a sheet of fucking paper. But them niggas is skill-wise out there killing niggas. Killing niggas. What they got is what Giannis don't have. He's the only, he's the only foreign international nigga to come up that don't have no skills. Think about that with Giannis, bro. I know I was talking about Jokic, but fuck Jokic. He won MVP. Kudos to that nigga. I talk about that shit another month for me time. But you got to talk about Giannis. Giannis is exactly who the fuck I thought he was, bro. I know I told y'all I think Milwaukee could beat the Bucks if Giannis is who motherfuckers say he is. He's not. He don't got no fucking go-to move. He don't got no skills. 
He don't got none of that shit, bro. Giannis was drafted as a fucking small forward, fam. He was drafted as a small forward. Nigga, where's your mid-range? Where's your where's your package? Where's your what's in your bag, my nigga? Fuck the Eurostep dunks. Like I told you, bro, it's easy to wall that nigga off in the offs, bro. But it's like I was thinking with all this spacing and all that shit they got now, maybe should it be different. Giannis ain't got a fucking go-to move. I always said, bro, I don't need Giannis to shoot jumpers, bro. If you're going to be a nigga that just in the paint, you got to be Shaq-level dominant. And when I say Shaq-level dominant, nigga, I mean putting up nigga 40 and 15 a night. We can pin you in for that shit. You can't do that with Giannis because he ain't got no fucking move. At least Shaq had a fucking drop step, bitch. An occasional hook. Giannis ain't got shit, bro. It, it, it truly is disgusting to see how Milwaukee gets getting their ass beat by Brooklyn like that. It really makes me think about every motherfucking team that had a chance to draft James, I mean, trade for James Harden that didn't. That just fucking didn't. Fucking Philadelphia. You didn't trade Ben Simmons for fucking James Harden? Boston, you didn't trade Jalen fucking Brown for James Harden? You niggas let him go to fucking Brooklyn? And them niggas is out there terrorizing Milwaukee and that nigga not even playing? Fam, if that was the Lakers, though, niggas would have been a fucking... Man, look, I'm not even finna get into that portion of it, bro, because it is what it is. Niggas got to get their rings by any means. I understand how the game go. Nigga, since uh, 2010, it's been a long motherfucking time. It's been a long 11 years of niggas just trying to get the rings by any means, so I ain't even tripping no more. But it's like when you think about all the niggas that just didn't trade for James Harden, this is what you got now. Them niggas is just running ramshaw over this shit. And you would think Milwaukee would put up a better fucking fight than that? Giannis is literally the worst. Every nigga that's came from overseas in NBA history, my nigga, has had skills. Am I fucking lying? Manu Ginobili. Arvidas Sabonis. Tony Kukoc, Tony Parker, motherfucker, um, Manu Ginobili. Like, what the fuck? But Luka Doncic, fucking Dirk Nowitzki. Motherfucker, I mean, even Porzingis got skills. Like, think about that shit, y'all. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the only motherfucking foreign player in NBA history with no fucking skills. That nigga's American through and through. <laughs> that nigga Giannis is American through and through. I've never seen that shit before. That's usually the knock on them niggas that's foreign. They got the skill, but they ain't tough enough. Don't this nigga tough enough? He just ain't got no fucking talent. If he ain't running the fast break dunking on niggas, it's nothing. He not making a free throw. He not threatening to have court for real. I've never seen I've never seen niggas just say shoot the ball like that. Not like that. I've seen them do it to Rondo, but at least Rondo start hitting them bitches. You ain't doing that shit to play up Rondo now. Giannis? Oh my fucking he has nothing. He don't have a hook. He don't have a floater. He don't have a fucking uh, a bank shot. He don't have a motherfucking elbow shot. He don't have a motherfucking me 
uh, a fucking whirling derby. He don't have nothing. <laughs> that nigga don't have nothing. Nothing. And niggas is looking for Chris Milton. No. You looking for Chris Milton to do way too much, bro. You looking for Chris Milton to do way too much. That nigga was in the G League for a reason. Chris Milton is giving you what he can give you. You looking for Chris Milton to do all this extra shit because you know you can't get that from Giannis. Giannis is not a number one option, fam. He's just not. On a championship team, he's not. I'm sorry. He's not. He's, he's just not. If niggas is saying AD not a, not a, 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 a alpha on a first team, on a championship team, Giannis ain't nowhere near. Because if you with AD out there, a healthy AD, you just hoping that nigga miss. Giannis, you know that nigga missing. It's, it's a clear fucking difference. It's a clear fucking difference. It, it's just truly fucking sad what's going on out there in, the, in that Brooklyn and fucking Milwaukee series, bro. Fucking Brooklyn, like they finna sweep their ass. Hopefully Milwaukee can get a game. Hopefully Giannis can get a fucking game. Jesus fucking Christ. That's, that's fucking pathetic. It was released that James Harden's not playing a game three. He may not even play the rest of the fucking series, tell you the truth. Um, you got, you got Philly and, and Atlanta. Philly came back in one game, too, so that series is tied 1-1, going back to Atlanta. I'm going to be completely honest with you, bro. 76ers, I, I just don't like it. They go as Embiid goes, and I know that's an obvious statement, but it's like if Embiid not dropping 40, fam, I just don't see where they're going to get their offense. Like, Of course, you guys told Bias Harris and Seth and uh, Steph Curry, out there, whatever Seth Curry out there going out there and doing what the fuck they're doing, give you 20 points and shit like that. But I'm not I'm not depending on uh, Seth Curry 20 points every game. And truly, if you want to beat fucking 76, all you got to do is just stop Tobias Harris. Because Embiid going to get his whatever. He going to get his 35. He going to get his 35 against Atlanta. They ain't got shit for him. Capella too light in the ass. You know what I'm saying? They just ain't got enough bodies. So Embiid going to get his 35 easy. But if you just stop Tobias Harris from getting 20, Stop Seth Curry from getting 20. You can easily beat the 76 because Ben Simmons, fam, I watched that whole game and didn't say Ben. I didn't hear them niggas say Ben Simmons' name one time. Yeah, he playing some, some good defense. Fuck the, de- the defense, my nigga. The, damn the defense. You can go get a nigga in the G League and get some, play some damn defense. You can make a trade for Torrey Craig to get some nigga to play some defense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where the fuck is Al Farouk Aminu where you need him? That's a real fucking question. Where the fuck is Al Farouk Aminu? <laughs> but it's like I watched that whole game and didn't say, and them niggas didn't say Ben Simmons' name one time. One time. I don't even know. Maybe he had 12 points. Maybe he did. I didn't remember that shit. I, when? What the fuck? What, at what key moment did Ben Simmons ever do something in life? So it's like to me, if Atlanta can just stop Tobias Harris, wasn't which isn't so fucking hard, can stop Seth Curry, which isn't that fucking hard. It's doable. Both of those things are very doable at the same time. Atlanta gonna win this series, fam. Because MB is carrying every motherfucking thing. Ben Simmons don't do shit offense, bro. I I just don't see them niggas ever advancing deep in the playoffs when your second best player just just don't he just can't do shit for you. If it's not a fast break, if he's not just doing the fucking DHO or dribble handoff to a shooter, he ain't doing shit on the half court. 
He just not. And nobody else in that starting five is creating a shot for him. So it's like, what the fuck is he out there for? I, I just don't see it. So he's out there strictly just to play defense. Ben Simmons? They think of y'all as a jump shot away from being LeBron? Is out there just to play some defense? No. Nah. <laughs> that ain't championship ball, bro. I'm sorry. That ain't championship basketball at all. So, but like I said, it all depends on how that goes. But like I said, if you join, if, you, if they stop Tobias and Seth Curry, I got Atlanta coming out that series, especially coming going back home. I do see it probably going uh, seven games, if that. Uh, but I got Atlanta coming out that series. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, you got uh, who else we got over here in the Western Conference? You got Utah and motherfucking me Clippers. Oh my God. Now, you know I'm a, I'm a Laker fan. I come here all the time, and I'm proud to rep my shit. We are at home. Niggas is in Cabo right now. Niggas is enjoying the weather. <laughs> Niggas is at home resting up. LeBron getting ankle treatment. You know what I'm saying? AD, he getting some motherfucking growing treatment. You know what I'm saying? Niggas getting ready for Space Jam 2. That's, that's, that's all it really is. Niggas getting for the red carpet. You know what I'm saying? For Space Jam 2. But it's one thing about the, the Lakers. The niggas, the niggas... The niggas lived up to what their expectations was when health. Niggas got to say that about the Lake Show. Last year, we won a chip. This year, when we was healthy, we was the number one seed. You know what I'm saying? Once it came playoff time, it was just too many times where niggas just couldn't couldn't go. Niggas was just too hurt. But the Clippers, that ain't the case with the Clippers. I didn't talk about these niggas tanking the last few games of the season. These niggas was resting, low management. These niggas, they came, Kawhi came to L.A., dangling the crown, talking about he taking this from LeBron, all types of shit. All I've been hearing is how him and Paul George is the best two-way defenders in the league since fucking Jordan and Pippen. Like, these niggas were supposed to be them boys. Them boys. Patrick Bailey, a fucking a rough rider, all that bullshit. And I always said, them niggas is not dogs, y'all. That's some racist-ass shit. I'm just some dark-skinned, unattractive-ass niggas. <laughs> them niggas ain't dogs, though. One of them niggas got cornrows. Them niggas is from the hood. But them niggas ain't playing no defense, fam. Kawhi ain't stopped a nigga since he started averaging over 20 points a game. That's a fact. That's a fact. You can say, yeah, he shut down Luka in the fourth quarter. No, Luka just falls the fuck completely short in the fourth quarters. Oh, I tell niggas all the time, I think Luka is a year away from being what the fuck we really think he going to be. To me, he like, the, he like the great value. He like the great value version of James Harden right now. Like, you know how James Harden game is just, it's like, to me, James Harden game is just like a lot more cleaned up. Like, if it's not a three, it's the equal to the free throw line. It ain't too many of those wild-ass three-point shots that go up that don't count for James Harden. Either he getting fouled or that motherfucker going up or it's a decent type of look. With Luka, he still shoot up a lot of bullshit. And he still turn the ball over a lot in the regular season and all types of shit. But I know his usage rate high and all that shit, but to me, he's just a year or two away from being cleaned up. He, to being cleaned up like James Harden is. Because they got the same type of game, the step back, you know, three from deep, the year, the, the, the slow ball, we drive to the lane, the cross-court passes, all that shit, the vision, all that shit, all that shit, plant their own pace. You never see them niggas sprint down the court, none of that shit. But it's like James Harden is just a lot more, he cleaned up with the shit. 
Like James Harden, when he fell, when he fizzled out, you can say he's just tired. When Luca start fizzling out, you can just that's just Luca being Luca. You just don't know what the fuck you gonna kill with the nigga. Either it's gonna work or it's not gonna work with Luca type shit. Um, so you got you you got the motherfucking me. Um, you, they had a problem with Luca. The Clippers had a problem with Luca, and now they got a problem with Donovan Mitchell. So I don't understand how Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Patrick motherfucking me, Beverly Nichols, Batum. You know what I'm saying? Mark Marcus Morris Senior. I got all these motherfucking goons. And it's all it just be one nigga. Utah didn't even have Michael Conley, fam. That's that shit the Clippers pulled against the, the, the motherfucking me Mavericks. You can't pull that shit against the Jazz, fam. You can't do that. They shoot the ball way too well. You talking about having faith in Kleber and Hardaway Jr. and Dorian Finney Smith and, and, and Jalen Brunson? No. But Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, uh, Royce O'Neal. Yeah. <laughs> I got faith them niggas will hit that bitch. And they got Donovan Mitchell who going crazy. And they also got a big man that's going to play like a fucking big man. So it's like the Clippers is in trouble, fam. You got playoff P looking like playoff fucking P right on time. He lucky as fuck Kawhi dragged his ass through that Maverick series because if the Clippers would have lost that series, Paul George would have had a fucking fucking suicide watch call because his numbers is horrible. He's shooting shooting worse than me, and I'm at home. Real shit. So you got that series going on. You got the Utah Jazz. They took game one. You got game two coming up. You got game two coming up, and the the Clippers don't win that. They can't go down – they go. It can't go down two games against the Jazz, bro. They can't do that. This team, this this is a way better team. And this is a team that actually took their lumps. You gotta think. Utah went. They lost a three one lead last year to Denver. So they already took their lumps, man. I didn't seen Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs go crazy already. He he didn't been here a few times already. So he he right on pace. He right on pace, my nigga, to to, to actually make a deep run. And like I said, the way the NBA looking right now, you got the motherfucking be Denver and, and Phoenix right now. Phoenix look at the they got the whole fucking city rocking right now. If you look at the remaining teams in the league, the way shit looking right now, hey, it may just be the year for Donovan Mitchell. It may be the year for motherfucking be Devin Booker. It's it's whoever can whoever can come out and, and send a test of that motherfucking be that, that killer in Brooklyn. It's all about James Harden health. If James Harden ain't healthy in the finals, hey, it may be Donovan Mitchell year. It may be Devin Booker year. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it very well may. Like I said, I don't think Denver going to go because Jamal Murray hurt, but this year is some, it's some crazy shit. Niggas was talking about the bubble last year being a wild-ass year. Nah, nigga, this year wild as a motherfucker too. This is short motherfucking me season games every other motherfucking day, and all the stars are hurt. Whoever win the ring next year going to say the same shit about this year. This year was a fluke. This shit didn't matter. Because next year, everybody going to be fucking healthy. And we're going to be back to our regularly scheduled program. So whoever won it this year, bro, it, it don't, I don't know. Is, is it the, the beginning of a new era? I don't know. Real shit, I don't know. It's the first finals without LeBron, Kobe, Steph, and Tim Duncan in 14 years, I believe. Like, think about that. 
Think about that shit. Without LeBron, Steph, Kobe, and Tim Duncan, you got nigga, you got you got you got Devin Booker eliminated, motherfucking me, LeBron, and, and number twenty three, LeBron switches number, he switches number back to six. So we already seen the end of that chapter, the LeBron twenty three chapter, thanks to Devin Booker. And who's to say Devin Booker can't get hot and drop fifty on these niggas on, all the way out? Who's to say he can't do that? I don't see nobody out there that can definitely stop him. You would think the Clippers could, but I mean, these niggas can't stop shit. They can't stop playoff P from fucking them over. So it's going to be interesting motherfucking me uh, finish to the NBA season, bro. It truly is. It's, it's, a bunch of, it's a bunch of fucking disappointment over there in Milwaukee. It's a bunch of optimism over here in, in Utah and Phoenix because these are two teams that's actually fighting. Imagine if Milwaukee plays hard as them two teams. Just imagine that. And but and the thing about Utah and Phoenix, they actually have a clear cut home court advantage that none of these other teams have. In LA, they only allowing like eight, maybe eight thousand fans into the arena. Utah was sold the fuck out. Phoenix, they allowing motherfucking me twelve. When I went to game one against the Lakers, it was eleven eight in that motherfucker. I'm sorry, eleven five. It was eleven thousand five hundred in that motherfucker. That's a clear motherfucking advantage when you when you going against on the road. It's an actual crowd in that bitch, and they rocking. And you ain't been used to that shit all season. Then you go home, no shit, quiet as birds. It's a difference, bro. Denver ain't allowing them all them shit like that. So it's going. It's all about who who can actually get through this year. And like I said, it may be a new beginning of a new era, bro. It truly may be the beginning of a new era because LeBron's only getting older. LeBron's only getting older. Steph only got a few more of these motherfucking good runs in him. It's all depending on the health of Klay Thompson. I don't know if Klay Thompson going to be Klay Thompson. This nigga had two season and the injuries back to fucking back. We ain't seen Klay Thompson in two years. I know he's a shooter and all that, but I mean, is he going to be able to move off the ball like he once did? You know what I'm saying? Though? These are These are valid fucking questions. So, a lot of these niggas is getting older, bro. There's a lot of young stars on here that's only 22, 23 years old. That's that's right there. So, this may be the beginning of a new era. We ain't going to fake it. I ain't going to hold you to that. <laughs> Real shit. Uh, that's all I got, man. That's all I got for you, man. I know it's a short episode this week, man, but I got to get up out of here, man. I got a few things I got to do, man. I got a few moves I got to make real fast. Um. I want to say thank you to everybody, man. It's tapping in and joining the conversation, man. Supporting the podcast on all platforms. However, you listen to podcasts, man. I truly appreciate that shit, man. I truly do. Let's keep building this empire brick by motherfucking me brick. Let's keep spreading the fucking word, man. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Um, <laughs> make sure you rate, subscribe, review the podcast everywhere you can re- uh, You listen to podcasts. Do that shit as many times as you want, man. Real shit. Um, but it's all love these ways, man. You know what I'm saying? Never let them sidetrack you with the bullshit. Stay safe. Stay sharp. Stay sane. And you know I heard y'all next week, man. I'm out of here, man. I'm out of here, cuh. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs>